time under tension. In this episode of this podcast, tune in to everything fitness, faith, and more. Today's episode, Time Under Tension. I've come to recent terms that really doing more time under tension exercises and structures of it lead to long-term growth. It leads to proper optimization as well leads to higher higher ability of retention to be able to maintain your strength and to be able to maintain it over a consistent period of time. And time under tension is really something that we all hopefully are aware of. Even in myself, I remember when I first started six years ago, almost feels like it was yesterday. Anyways, I remember a lot of my exercises are really fast and repetitive, almost too quick. Almost as if I knew what I was doing. I knew that going fast and doing it repetitively was the best way to go about doing it. At the time, I was actually on a bench press. And I would always wrap out my reps quick and fast for no apparent reason. I don't know why. I don't know what I did it for. But I did know that. I did see results for sure. Although it didn't lead to familiarity and higher ability of retention for my muscles to actually understand the weight, grasp the weight, and be able to take a quick snapshot from my next lifting session. I noticed that when I lift with a, when I lift lower on the eccentric motion going on the way down, then with a concentric motion going on the way up, just by lifting weights, I noticed that when I control my time on the way down when I'm lifting, then I spring back up. As I push the barbell back up, I notice that not only do I have a actual physical and mental connection with the weight itself, but I'm actually able to lift that same weight and carry that same weight over a extended period of time. So when I come back to that same workout, say two to three days later, my muscles are already familiar with the weight. They're familiar with the time under tension that it was exposed to, and it's able to apply that towards my next lifting session. And it took me some time to fully realize the time under tension rather to actually implement it more in my workout routine. But it was due to the fact that I was pretty much blinded by lifting lifting fast, doing everything fast, my workouts fast. My warm-up, doing it fast. Everything was done fast for some apparent reason. I couldn't figure it out why. And uh, I've recently come to pass. I haven't had nobody tell me this in the gym, but I've had people come up to me and and talk to me about you know proper form and preventive care for my own workouts. People would notice what I was doing, and they would you know talk to me about my, what I was doing, my workout routine, my structure, what it's like, and... I wasn't really introduced to time under tension. I've kind of just slowly leaned into it as time went on. But one of the best decisions I've ever done was really push my routine and leave it into that. You know, because like I said before, with time under tension, as you're lifting or you're squatting or you're doing some sort of compound movement and it requires an eccentric and concentric motion going on the way down or going back up. It, once you actually go slow on your movements and then spring back up, it allows the muscle fibers in your body to 
get familiar with the weight that you actually you're carrying or lifting per se and when you actually go slower on the movements you gain familiarity and familiarity is the biggest thing that i really pride on because with familiarity not only in lifting but even in life we we tend to know more of something and once we know more of something our confidence in doing something or knowing a piece of information it begins to grow and when we have full certainty in what we actually do in life it creates opportunities for us to move in confidence for us to move into a higher level of ourselves it allows us to move in in our, in our full ability and our full potential of who we actually are and time under attention that's one of the things that it really taught me in about you know full certainty and once we begin familiarity in life there are going to be certain pathways that are going to be open or things that we just fully can't see because we aren't familiar with certain things are going to become more vivid they become more open in front of us and i say familiarity because once we get familiar with things in our life it can be great you know though familiar with familiarity comes comfort and that's why when it comes to the point where we get comfortable in life we got to find a ways to actually get around it maneuver it and put ourselves into a position to where we can actually grow i say this in terms to my workouts and by my workouts i mean once my muscle fibers you know once they get used to me lifting a certain weight or me squatting a certain weight i begin to add 10 pounds maybe 15. the main goal is to increase 10 percent incrementally over time with your weights wherever you're currently at for me it's 10 pounds every two to three weeks sometimes it's every three or four weeks depending on how my muscles are feeling how my body's recovering but getting familiarity is is really important for us to gauge where we're currently at in life and use that as a lever lever to to actually grow and get higher base our standards at a certain point that we can actually find ways to grow to scale to jump to pivot towards the other an additional lever in our life we can actually that we can actually reach we actually become and the better the betterment of this is that we all have the potential to become something to become something greater than who we truly are today that's the beautiful thing behind it and when it comes to me personally, that's one of the things that I've learned over my five and a half, six years of lifting. And it's really putting yourself into a position where failure, rather, where comfort is never even nowhere near any given position, even in health. I've noticed that anytime people put themselves into a place of comfortability in the gym, in the environment, whether they have their phones and they're working out you know, simultaneously, you know, you always have those people in the gym. You see them occasionally. You know who you are. <laughs> well, they truly can't get results and they can't really optimize the results that they get. Then you have, per se, another group of people who come to the gym. They go hard. They go harder than stale bread. They go hard. They go hard till they drop. 
and you have these people who actually get the results because they go to the gym, they know what they're doing, and they get the workout, and then they dip. Then you have a variety of other people. You got the people who half, well, they spend their time work out, and then they spend their time not working out. So after the gym session is done, they get well, half of a workout going, and it's not really a workout because... They worked out for like 30 minutes when they were supposed to do an hour, hour and 15. They did half of what they were supposed to do. So they got half of the work that they were done, meaning they get, well, baked results. And baked results don't really, well, they don't really get anywhere. It really boils down to positioning yourself into a place where you can, where you can ultimately grow. And for me, it was putting my body thrashing my body in pain every single day five to six days a week i remember like it was yesterday i would spend hours in the gym hours at night just literally lifting just lifting non-stop to me it wasn't really a chore it wasn't really something that i would even think about doing it was more of an action an immediate action i wouldn't even think about should i go to the gym should i go and work out i've already put my body through pain already maybe i should skip today you know five to six days a week you know it was it was clockwork for me man it was clockwork and it, if anything left it has to come to the point where it gets so bad where you just have to have it and for me it was coming and going into my years of high school not being confident me wearing those polos. I remember wearing those polos like it was yesterday in my sophomore and freshman year of high school as well as my junior year of high school. I remember having a bird chest, having noodle arms. I would compromise how I would walk to make it appear as if my chest was bigger than it would normally look. And I remember going to the store to buy certain polos that would actually cover my bird chest so I could walk upright on those days that I wore that one polo shirt. I remember it like it was yesterday. But these were small, simple things. And it got to the point where after I graduated high school, I, I couldn't deal with it no more. Even going into the gym after I came to California, I couldn't wear certain tank tops because I was too content. I was too afraid. I was too reflective of how other people were going to look at me or rather my body in particular. And I learned that it has to come to a point so badly that it has to be an immediate change that needs to be made in one's life. And for me, that was one of many things that still occur even today. And it, it got to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it no matter. Once I was able to actually achieve just that one thing in my life, it really opened a door to give me an epiphany of what I knew I needed to do in my life. But without knowing just that, there's no way to really fully actually achieve growth unless we actually put ourselves into a position where growth is inevitable and where growth is inevitable comes the potential to become who you know you're truly capable of becoming as well as myself being a coach that's it that's all for today's episode of the fit and faith revelation podcast if you knew or were encouraged by tuning into today's episode well the ask is very simple share with a friend or family or to your social media even subscribe if you have not already as you know already we're coming up with more episodes as i will have them posted on this podcast that wraps it up